Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on the Goddess Glow podcast and if you're on YouTube to another video. Today I'm going to be speaking to you guys on the no contact rule. Let me just move this over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, today I'm going to be speaking to you guys on having no contact after you break up with someone or after you end a relationship with someone. The no contact rule, um, I feel, has been sort of tricked and played into like this uh, dynamic where it becomes a game <laughs> and um, people see it as a game or they do it or start doing it out of pettiness. So, you know, there's different intentions for wanting to do something. And my hope would be for you to do the no contact role in a, as a means of healing and to essentially in the gist of it what the no contact role is for is to bring your energy back to self people though can have different intentions and the intent can become to play mind games or to um, be petty or to take vengeance out on someone. And so my hope and for you to understand why it is important to do the no contact role, and I mean, I just stated why it was important, um, that you do it as a means of a way to take your energy back to self and to really start honing in on and diving into your healing. Within a relationship, we can sometimes lose ourselves and we self-abandon and we get into um, places where we're lost because we are grieving this relationship. Like one time, you know, or at one instance, you're within a relationship and the next you're not. And so things start shifting in your life and you have to start letting go of a certain identity you have to let go of a certain of like who you are essentially because when you're with someone they become a part of your life um and you know breakups aren't taken as something that is in society anyway as something that is painful <laughs> to deal with as a traumatic event and it is a traumatic event you are grieving something that is no longer there, is no longer present. And so the no contact role, I feel, is an important role that I have implemented into my life because I have found that sometimes I allow... What, baby? Okay, Lennon's talking. What? Ray Grillo? It's my name? But with a Y? Okay, baby, I'm recording. <laughs> back to the video and to the podcast <laughs> um yeah you start grieving and it's become an important thing for me because I have gone into places where I've lost myself because I've spent so much time wanting to be the nice girl um to be the nice person or to um to people please and like have that codependency empathic <laughs> And I uh, self-abandoned myself and my inner child within a relationship 
in order to please people or in order to receive some sort of validation. And I've noticed that with the no contact rule, it has helped me bring my energy back to myself. When you're a codependent or when you are a people pleaser, you're pushing your energy out. You're pushing, pushing, pushing. And typically with attachment styles, if you're thinking about it, um, empaths, I would say, are more of a anxious attachment, <laughs> people pleasers, codependents, they have the anxious attachment style. And the uh, people that they attract typically are people that are an avoidant attachment style. And if you're not familiar with attachment styles, I will um, do more research on it <laughs> and so that I can give you guys some more insight on what attachment styles are. However, there's a book called Attached. You can, if you Google attachment styles, you can look those up. However, I have found that I go back and forth depending on the dynamics within the relationship, depending on where I'm at. And I know that I can be a secure attachment style. And that's the goal, um, to become secure. And that's the whole point of the no contact rule. And um, to become secure within yourself so that you are able to give your own needs to yourself. Um, You're not looking outside of yourself in order to receive any sort of validation anymore um, or whatever it is that you're attempting to get or to avoid to fill. Um, And so when you break up with someone and you can... The person can feel it. When you're thinking about someone or you're obsessing over someone and you just think about this and it's sort of like a like a controlling energy. Like you're thinking, you're fantasizing, you're you're doing these what ifs, like what like <laughs> what happened? What if this person just could be the person that I wanted them to be, then it would work out or what have you. Um it becomes this thing where you start obsessing and then you're like waiting by your phone for a message. You're waiting for some sort of connection back to this person that you just ended a relationship with. Can be, you know, some people want to run away and they go off in distraction. That's typically like avoidant, (laughs) avoided attachment. Um, however, the, when you do no contact and you start getting back into your own frame, you start getting back into who you are as a person and bringing your energy back to you because you've been pushing, 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 which probably, you know, pushes people away. You know, that energy is like, ooh. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys um, have experienced, you know, like that sort of like needy energy that, uh, yeah, it just comes off as needy. You know when someone's needy or you just have this feeling that it's just like sort of standoffish that with a person and you can feel their energy pressuring you. And so if you are the type of person who's anxious, (laughs) anxious attachment, that sometimes, you know, is what you're doing to another person. Um, Is that needy energy, that clingy energy is like really putting a damper on the person that you're obsessing over. And what is important is that when you're bringing your energy back and how you bring your energy back is by... I always suggest, you know, even within a relationship to have a support system, to have support around you, to have your own people that love you, care for you, that are outside of the relationship. Your partner shouldn't be 
the person, the only person that you fulfill your needs from. And that's why there's a system in place, like you hanging out with your friends. If you haven't hung out with your friends, what, baby? Okay, go see if he's there and then come back. I'm going to expect you back in two minutes, three minutes. Okay. Capiche? Capiche. Okay, Lennon, <laughs> it's summer vacation and all his friends and stuff, they all play around the apartments. Um, and so just allow him to go rain free. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. So again, bringing your, um, your support system and where you are at in your life with that, um, getting grounded again. <laughs> um, so your support system, you should have it throughout the relationship. Your partner shouldn't be the only one. And when, you know, it sort of sucks being the person too, or on the receiving end, it's like, oh, okay, well now you're not in this relationship. So now you want to hang out with us. And, you know, your people are still going to love you. Um, at least I've found in the past. It's like you put all of your attention onto this one person. And then you <laughs> and then you forget about everyone. However, that's why it's so important throughout the relationship to keep your support system around you. And that is who you're going to go to after you break up with someone. That is what you're going to do is you're going to go back to your support system. And your support system is there, your friends, your family. And then you're going to start doing things that you love again. Especially with those, you know, that do this self-abandonment or um, it, de it depends on, like, you know, again, your situation. However, you are going to start doing things that you are passionate about. And that is how you're going to bring your energy back to self. You're going to start being you again without this person because... When you're going through a breakup or what have you, you're not broken. It's, I gained some insight this past weekend is that it's not a heartbreak. It is, you are still loving. Your heart's not broken. You are whole and complete just as you are. It's just remembering that. It's believing in that. It's, um, again, just bringing your energy back to yourself and being yourself and embodying who you are as a person, again, without this other person. And there, um, you know, you do things that you're passionate about. If you have to move gyms or if you have to move th things around and people who have done the no contact rule or they break the rule, um, within whatever time period that you give yourself, I myself don't like to talk to my exes after I break up with them. Um, unless it's like years, years down the line. Even then though, I don't, um, I don't, I haven't talked to any of my exes. None of them have been, uh, friends <laughs> for me. Uh, it's unfortunate. However, that's just the dynamics that have played out. And this doesn't have to just go with, again, relationships. It could go, I mean, partners, significant others. It could go with friends as well. Um, I have just found in the past that the dynamic is that it is toxic for me. And unless the person has done sort of some sort of inner healing, then I just don't see myself reaching out to talk to that person anymore. Another reason why to do the no contact rule and to bring your energy back to self 
if, especially if you're looking for a life partner, you're looking for love, you are, um, well, you don't have to look for love. However, you're wanting a life partner to go through life with together to pursue passion and dreams and goals and to have someone by your side. Um, I don't like to keep my exes around for that because energetically, I, for me, know that it doesn't, is not effective for me. I have to release someone in order to bring, you have to make space for your new person to come in. And so if you have like this string attached or this cord attached to this person, to your ex, then it's going to be more difficult for someone new to come in. And so that's another reason that I do the no contact rule. Um, I know for instances that there's going to be times where you might run into each other and that's fine. However, again, where you're not texting (laughs) and, you know, there's the booty call text is like, oh, yeah, I miss you. Typically, this comes from I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not. I have I have my toxic traits, too, and I have thought about it as well. Like, I miss you. I want you by my side type thing. Just cuddle with me for the night or (laughs) like cuddle. Um. However, again, like not allowing yourself to dive into that temptation is going to help with your healing process speed up a lot faster. And I I think I'm just going to end it right there before I say any more. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope, you know, happy healing. I hope this explains the no contact rule a little bit better for you guys to understand it. Again, it's up to your discernment to decipher what works best for you. I know that it works for me. I know that in my, where I'm at and like the level of work that I do, that this is the best method for me after a breakup to become detached in a faster, (laughs) faster fashion, because, you know, things can like keep stringing along. And if you get clear and you're serious about not playing games, then this healing practice will be well for you. Also, I think this is what I wanted to share before I end this. It becomes a lot more magnetic. If you wonder why, like when you're starting to live your life again and you're starting to be like you working out, you're um, high, like happy and high vibe, that's when your ex comes back in and they send you that text and they see that you're happy or what have you, (laughs) Um, they start watching your stories again, have some interest in you. It's because it's magnetic. That pressure is not there anymore. You're not obsessing and you're not pushing energy onto this person. And it gives them room and space to breathe, to think about, oh, okay, and to like ponder upon the relationship again and to sort of miss that dynamic. And then they reach out to you. It's all energy. (laughs) All of it is energy. When you do the no contact rule, it allows people to also see where they're at in their own life without any outside influence. And for you as well to have not have that outside influence and influencing you and making decisions that may or may not work for you. And if you decide to, after like having no contact, to give this person or the relationship another shot, then that's up to you again to decipher um, maybe your time away was 
maybe worse or <laughs> I hope not. I hope that, you know, you find happiness within yourself and that your person finds happiness within themselves too so that you guys can come together as whole and complete people. You learn, you're doing your healing work. And I mean, that's the only time that I would suggest getting back with someone is if they've done healing work as well <laughs> as you versus you doing your healing work and them just coming in because they're lonely or they don't have another person to latch on to for to fill their needs to fill a void because there's no void to fill you are whole and complete as you are there's no need to fill any void within a relationship yes you have needs you have wants and desires um however it's not your job to fill someone else's void up and you deserve better than that you deserve to have a loving relationship that you desire, a conscious one when, where you have someone that is by your side and willing to work and to go through life with you and also to have fun. <laughs> and that's what it's about, to expand and to grow and to learn together um, this journey of life. All right, so that's where I'm ending now, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.